action and this is tonight's episode of schmo baits how's everyone doing I'm good i'm good overall good we got no dylan do you have something to drink right there um i'm fresh out i'm i'm too focused on the fact that me and mike buy the same shirts in different colors so that's right can't go wrong with the henley yeah <laughs> Priorities. priorities. Mike, are you drinking anything or are you just kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. to grab the wine when needed? Ah, uh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I myself got my Waterloo and I am Alex Mack, part of the Call to Action crew. And tonight's episode of Schmobates, we have some amazing people here today. Oh my gosh, Dylan. Are you excited? I'm very excited. I, I've been hiding in my little tent, just not doing much of anything. That's why I haven't seen my face very often. Mike okay. and Shane brought me out of retirement to come in and do a show for this. I was just like, we need the best because we have some of the best competitors ever to be on this. And even though you guys haven't competed, yet. the verbal battles you've had on social media and the in the promos and everything. I mean, it speaks for themselves. Mike Kalinowski, holy shnikes, belt holder himself, and Shannon, manager that got him the belts. Thank you. <laughs> right there. What I did there. <laughs> I try. Uh, yeah, so we are doing some really big stuff today. Are you guys, uh, I know you guys do, are, you guys are no stranger to arguing and everything when it comes to this kind of no. Um, what are you guys excited for in particular to be on Schmobates? To put her in her place. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, like, oh, it's so cool that you guys invite us to do this because we've never done this before. It's going to be interesting. And I was just going to be like kind of positive, but fuck you. <laughs> F bomb. Look at this girl. Uh, no. That's why I'm probably that's why like low key, that's why she has become one of my favorite managers of all time because kindred spirits with all the F bombs and eating shit and all that good stuff. Listen, I mean what corruption if not dropping dropping a few F bombs and now and again. I gotta say though, I don't disclaimer for anyone, I don't think it's cute or funny or I don't do it on purpose to like try to like rouse people. It's just do you see where this is going already? <laughs> um, it's not I don't do it on purpose and I, I get the whole like cussing thing it is just something that I don't even hear myself when I do it but years, I will make a conscious effort to watch my fucking mouth but not here not now because we're going to war that's right verbal battles to the blood it's gonna get intense. now speaking of which yes. just to kind of fill you in if you've never seen Schmobates before. Welcome. Thank you for hanging out with us. We have a few new viewers, uh, you know, checking out being live with us. So I really appreciate you guys stopping by. Um, but just to let you know what we do on Schmobates. So we are a Schmodown themed debate show here with Call to Action, where we have an opening statement, an open debate, as well as a closing statement by each of these people. We have three hot questions. We want them to argue and really kind of debate together. And at the very end, you guys our audience will be voting to determine who our winner is. It's not going to be determined by Dylan and I, even though technically we're like the judges. Maybe we should change that title. Yeah, probably. Moderators or something. Regardless, you guys watching this, all like 37 or whoever many people are, are watching this, you guys are going to determine who's better. Is it Mike Kalinowski or is it Shannon? 
Can we just fast forward to the end so I can go to bed? <laughs> now, now that being said, we all have our favorites going into this, sure. However, I do want to confirm, we do not want to bring our personal biases into this. It's based exclusively off the arguments. You can't be like, well, Mike is the best person of all time. Therefore, no matter what, I'm going to vote for him. No, that's not the way this shit works. If he makes a horrible argument, fuck that. Mm -mm. And same for Shannon. She may be the best manager of all time, but if she can't make an argument worth shit, well, that's too fucking bad. Let's go ahead and hop to it for the first few questions, though. So we're making it pretty fun for today. All right. So with our opening statement, we have 60 seconds on the clock. Mike, it's going to start with our opening statement. And Dylan. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Dylan, you ready to read our first question? I am ready. So yes, the first question of tonight's Schmobates episode is, what is the best moment in corruption history? Mike, you have 60 seconds. Best moment in corruption history, hands down, because I am corruption, I know where it should be, is the Founding Fathers' second match. Not the first match, our second match. I'm sticking with that. That is the moment that cemented corruption as a force to be reckoned with. End of story. We were no longer just Mike and his rookie. We were a force to be reckoned with going for those belts. That's it? Nothing else to say. Oh. Opening statement. Okay. All right, I respect that answer, absolutely. All right, Shannon, you ready for your 60 seconds opening statement? Ready. Go for it. The best moment in the history of corruption, hands down, indisputable, is the formation and the execution of the Anarchy Tournaments. I'm gonna keep it brief because you all watched it happen and you saw for yourselves how it literally changed the entire game. I'm not gonna say anything more there's nothing more to say about it. Again, sure. to the point, I respect that. Uh, hey, so now that being said, <laughs> we got a lot to see them argue about. There's so many points. Dylan, is there any particular point you really want to see them address? You know, if I'm Mike, I almost look at if that's a valid option on Shannon's thing, corruption, anarchy happens under corruption's wing, sure. But mm -hmm. it feels like corruption is what started as Mike and then into a faction. And then it kept kind of going on that. Maybe Mike challenges to say, maybe that wasn't corruption, the factions to work. That was just Mike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There is this argument for sure that, you know, um, anarchy is not just a moment. It's definitely a whole event, um, you know, for sure. I'm excited to see you argue that. But also, you know, um, the second win against uh, the Founding Fathers, uh, you know, personal bias aside, again, it's one of my favorite matches of all time. However, it's there's a lot going up to it. Absolutely. That was part of anarchy. Okay. So let's see you guys debate. You guys have four minutes on the clock starting right now. You want to go? Oh, you're you're gonna let me go. <laughs> of that's so sweet. Go. He never lets me go first for anything. You know? <laughs> you know um, the only reason that you chose the second match of the Founding Fathers is because you so Mastrini and whatever that other match was, you know, and we had rough start because that was our first match. Then the whole O'Russell gate to this day, which is 
bullshit. And I'll say that right now because I don't give a shit what happened in that match. We won it because that was Snyder in the audience calling that challenge out. Wasn't even Roker or Merle. Doesn't matter. They didn't catch it. But still, you know, we had to, we had the ding. And of course, if the golden touch of Midas Merle, you know, oh, corrupt is nice. So we came back and said, you know what? We're going to play you again. Fine. We'll play you again. And we demolished them. Demolished them. My best game ever. And because you asked, what is the best moment in corruption's history? Not the best moment in my history. Yeah, if you want to say the best moment in my history, there's a plethora to talk about. Anarchy being one. This are is you the- not? Are you not the entire face of corruption? No, you corruption is chance. chance. Corruption you is chance. you. It's everybody. It doesn't corruption matter. Corruption is everybody. Because, you no, know, now corruption is everyone. But no, last always. season, last season, corruption was you and chance. And the whole fucking season went on what you did and creating anarchy. I was looking. There at would that. be not. There would be no fucking nuke. There would be nothing without anarchy, which is what corruption did. Whether it's an individual feat, it's all under the banner of corruption, and that's all that fucking matters. Not that I'm Period. gonna. Not that I'm gonna give credit to what had happened, but there were strings being pulled that forced my hand in the anarchy tournament. So that was not. I that would not have gone down the way I wanted it going down. Corruption is about all of us. This was us putting us on the map, going, you know what? We were for- we beat Dan Merle and John Roca, took them all the way to the end. They'd answer the questions. We that was a point. Up till that, it was it was still Mike, a good player, and Chance, an unknown. But you rookie. also created a bunch of fucking teams that people wouldn't have known of otherwise. Some of them are factory farm teams, like the founding. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know that fucking. Yeah. And that yeah. would not have happened without anarchy. That would not have happened without those pairings and the new it changed the entire landscape of how the showdown is played. It introduced a way for the nuke to even happen. We're in a totally different realm of the showdown now, starting because of anarchy. And yeah. that's under the name corruption. It's not under the name Mike Kalinowski, it's not under the name Chance. Fuck that. It's not under his name either, even though we had all those it's under corruption. Right, and that was the start of it, and now the Pony Fathers was and the pinnacle was, of it. But that was the so peak. I'm taking the but best moment. That was the great one. That's the best is the Pony Fathers. We we that match was phenomenal. The it's fact just a my match. game, the it's fact just that just a match. A match, my perfect game. Are you match, gonna talk to me or what? I'm talking to everybody. Talk I talk to me. Just like everyone, I talk to everybody. I include everybody. It's not just about you. It's about everybody. I look beyond that. Corruption oh, was God. about me just changing things up. Anarchy. This is about everybody. This win was for my for everybody in corruption. It wasn't. It was helping my partner get his belt. It was and everything. It step ever step happened anarchy. But Period. I was being forced to Period. do anarchy. I was being Period. forced to do that you against my will. Happy. I was he getting was a little so envelope. Thirty seconds left. To do it, you guys think you had to fucking pull his arm to make him do some you shit think, like that? Come also, on. you think. Come but, on. And also, but the side, the side effect of the anarchy tournament was because we got the funny fathers out of that. We got this powerhouse team. That was a mistake. Shouldn't have happened. That team should have never been together. Tell that. Tell Who's that the boss? Every, tell Who's the boss? Tell that to everyone raising the five in Orlando that it was a mistake to put the founding fathers together. They'll lap you off of the fucking internet. Lost us the belt. Lost the belt. That team right there. Two, so one and done. <laughs> <laughs> You guys need to like take a stretch or anything? I felt you guys like went to the gym. I'm coming in hot. Hot ropes. I have, oh my gosh, there's so much to kind of go into. (laughs) Um, Dylan, what were some of your big takeaways going in, takeaways from that argument other than like the spar, complete verbal sparring? Besides the point that I think we should do all of our showdowns in the same 
or snowbaits in the same room, which are couples in the future at all times. Uh, aside from that, I, I think Shannon brings up a great point on saying that, you know, that match happening is going to be organic anyway. That was going to be something that happened regardless, while mm -hmm. uh, anarchy was something that had more than an impact just than Mike Kownowski and Chance's career. It affected the whole snowdown in such a wider scale. Mm -hmm. So I do like her points on that. Absolutely. Um, I completely agree how it really kind of started the this whole new era, you know, no pun intended, um, this whole new era of Schmodown, obviously, that with the draft coming in this year and everything beyond, but it really started off with creating a lot of these brand new teams that are still together today. Um, but also, um, she kind of reminded um, Mike that, you know, being of corruption, it's more than just Mike, you know, but you did, you make some several solid points. Um, yes, it is, Shannon, like you said, it is just a match, but it is, the question is best moment. So that would actually work in his favor. Um, but there's a lot of so much story buildup. We still talk about it to today. It's one of the most controversial matches, but there's, um, it's also one of the best matches that you've done individually before. So there's a lot of, um, there's definitely a lot to choose from. Absolutely. Okay. So we're about to kind of go into our closing statement. Is there any particular point that you want to see addressed from Shannon or Mike, Dylan? Um, you know, I think they were, they're, they're doing pretty good in the meat of the subjects right now. I think Mike's big mm -hmm. closing points was it legitimized uh, corruption, I think, especially after that first one. Um, you know, I think the points that they made in are very solid. I'll be curious to see where they take these closing statements. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Okay. Now, that being said, again, we're going to start with 60 seconds for your closing statement, Mike. Again, you can completely omit it down to um, at 30 seconds or whatever you want to do. It's totally up to you. Um, but you ready for that closing statement? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. Starting now. Corruption. You said this best moment in corruption history. There was no corruption before the anarchy tournament. That is the end of it. It's a fact. I was by myself after that, it, up until that point. There was no corruption. For me, corruption was the win. It's like my inner geekdom win. The whole thing with Mara where the challenge, people didn't think I was a true champion and I didn't deserve it. So I went back and I won it again against Rachel and I earned it. People talk about the match for corruption. You know, say what you will about the match for the founding fathers, whatever the, the the controversy, this and this. But I went and we both won it again fairly. We can't take this away, and it led us to a. Mm -hmm. Oh no! It'll get there, guys. Don't worry. Yes, it will. It just pops. Times right. the legitimate, true, no controversial win on our way to being belted into my two belts with chance corruption. And five, four, three. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Just based on Shannon's reaction, I feel like you might have some uh, solid uh, comebacks to that. Okay. It seems like. Wait, are we done with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Christian calling me right now. Yeah, Harloff is just on the phone. Uh-oh, we're all in trouble. Oh, no. God damn it. No! This is bullshit. We're all, we're all in trouble. You get to like, you get to like shut this shit down. I, I'm not allowing it. <laughs> so all right, cool. Getting some people in trouble. Am I right, folks, in the chat? <laughs> all right. Okay, so um, Shannon, you also have 60 seconds for your closing statements. Are you ready, girl? Go for it. 
Again, I don't need 60 seconds because I don't need to drag out the time just for the theatrics of it. Um, you heard it yourself in Mike's argument that corruption is everyone. Corruption is all about the people. It's all about everyone. And not until the last, what, 10 seconds of that argument did he mention anyone else but himself. So you don't get to hush. The best moment in corruption history was the formation and execution of anarchy. It was a moment that happened that had long-standing consequences. It wasn't about a match. It wasn't about a person. It was about literally how we play the showdown now, how people view it. People still reference the anarchy tournament, how it was the best thing that's ever happened to the fucking league. So that's corruption. It's not Mike Kalinowski, even though he keeps saying it is, but also saying it's not, but we see where this is going. It's corrupt history and it's anarchy, period. Five, four, three, two. Oh, I guess you're done. Okay. <laughs> I think it's funny just saying, I don't need an entire minute for the theatrics. Use is like 57 seconds. I need 56 seconds. <laughs> for that. 56 seconds. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, so you guys can go vote right now. If you have an opinion or fresh in your head and you're like, this person's definitely the winner, um, feel free to check it. Um, go vote on Facebook right now. Um, I'm going to just post the link right hither in a hot minute. While she's doing that, ready, and it's in the chat. Currently, we're getting lots of votes for the dog, incidentally. Um, yes. <laughs> a lot of love for the dog. Yeah. That's true. I mean, come on, puppy. Little doggo. Little doggo. Okay. Um, but more importantly, one of the big takeaways is uh, I believe Dylan's goatee wins this debate. So. I am feeling rugged, guys. This is <laughs> okay, it's all good. It's all good. All right. Okay. Um, so while the voting process, everything kind of goes in right now, guys, if you, again, if you want to let it settle a little bit until you make a decision, awesome. If you want to vote now, awesome. Regardless, please make your votes um, here pretty soon, though. Okay. So now that being said, we're going to hop into question number two. This is a really interesting one. Awesome. Good question. Oh okay. Oh yeah, I was excited. I was like, I, um, Luke's and I were literally pondering this question at like ten o'clock at night because I, we had to, I had to figure out a new one, and I was like, I can't think of one. I'm horrible with coming up with questions. So Lucas is like, Well, what do you think of this? And I'm like, Lucas, you're brilliant. Yeah. So thank him. All right, Dylan, you want to read off the second question? Ooh, buddy, do I? All right, question number two is, what should be the next exhibition match in the showdown? Not exactly worded in that way at the bottom, but you get the idea, guys. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this time, since it was Mike previously, Shannon's going to be starting off with both our opening statement as well as our closing statement. All right, you get 60 seconds starting right now, Shannon. What did you pick? What did you pick? Next big exhibition match, I think we should do a Netflix original movies match. Um, I actually had written down who I'd want to see in it, too, but I don't have my paper with me. I think it would be interesting because Netflix is so huge right now. It's a category that's not active in the showdown. So it's something that people would want to see. It's something that people are already watching anyway because they have access to from their homes so they could participate. And I just think it would be a very cool departure from picking something on the wheel that you're going to Oh, man, baby. Let it happen. him back. Yeah, any minute now. It's all good. It's all good. Taking it. 
That was all. All right. Perfect. <laughs> sorry, kind of, it froze there for a little bit. So sorry about that. Okay. So, all right. So we're moving on to you, Mikey. You also have 60 seconds to make your argument. What, who, what slice did you pick? Go ahead. So for me and the slices, I, what I would think, and the most fun because I've run in uh, these matches before these exhibition matches, and it's always a great time. I want to see Medea movies. That's right, Medea movies. Everyone's like, Mike's going to pick Bond. No, Medea <laughs> movies. The amount of fun that could come out of that match is unprecedented because that's why people love the patron matches because the amount of fun, not to see who wins. No one gives a crap who wins it or whatever because you just see the amount of fun. But in my debate, I'll go into why it would be so much fun. So I say Medea movies. No one would think this. I don't think anyone would ever think Medea movies, but I can guarantee you it would be one of the best patron matches of all time. Ooh, best patron um, exhibition matches of all time. All right. I guess you're omitting the last 15 seconds. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Now, something, I mean, these would be a, I, I think they're, unless Christian and Ellis and everyone, they decide that, um, like, five months later or something and put it to the public. They usually are available exclusively on Patreon, Patreon yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And both of you, I was like, Mike, have you participated in a Patreon match? You won. I did the MCU. I did. I did the MCU, and then I had one of my most fun matches I've ever done. It was. Uh, it was called like "Who's in the Studio?" And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After a long day of matches, and Christian just said, "All right, I need five competitors," and I was there as me, Janine, Brianne, and Draco. And it might have been just been the four of us. Was it the four? Yeah, I think it was just the four. I think it was just the four of us. Yeah. I so much fun doing that match because I was relaxed. I was having fun with it. It was legit the only time he came home like in a good mood after the schmodown. <laughs> <laughs> unless I have, a, unless I walk. Uh, but it was just fun. Like Brand and I got to sit at that table, and it had been years. Janine uh, and I, and I've never fought. And Draco, um, we had fun. I, I got to mess with the round a little bit with Bond and the slice, and uh, you know, it was just a fun match. I, I had a great time. MCU was a little different for me. It was a, it was a. Aren't we not talking about this right We're now? We're This isn't debate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Thank yeah. you for pulling it back, Shannon. I just love like talk about. Okay. You're right. You're absolutely 100% correct. Okay. Let's go ahead and move on to four minutes of open debate um, for in favor of Netflix original movies versus Medea movies. Four minutes on the clock, starting now. I feel like it's going to get really sticky. Do I need to really stop this right now? Because Netflix movies don't count. The actors can't hold on it. Exhibition matches. It's doesn't matter. Because okay, it doesn't matter. So it what are you going to say? Hey, matter. hey, competitors, you've got three months. Go watch Netflix movies it's now. It's an exhibition match. No, they don't have to. They're already stupid. watching Netflix That is movies. ridiculous. Because let me tell you about Medea movies. And here's the thing. Medea movies. I can guarantee He's never even fucking watched That's one. right. He's and that's why it would be one. awesome. So you're going to study? Hold on. So they need to all study for that book? Yeah. No one yeah. watches these movies. Dan Merle doesn't watch these movies. To make us sit through these movies and watch these six or seven or whatever, and then to do this. And then hey, I'm going to say this. Hey. Hold on. Hey. In the spirit of Medea, I want every competitor to cross-dress for the match. Guys, <laughs> ladies dresses, guys, at that table, see Dan Merle in dress, John Roca in a dress, me in a dress, Bateman in a dress, Janine in a suit. I think that would be the best time ever in a match. And what is that for? What's a patron match for? An exhibition match? It's for the patrons. It's a thank you for them. It would get a chance to see just having fun. Netflix movies. 
Do you know how Jesus. many great fucking Netflix movies there are out right now that yeah, people Irishman. actually give a shit about? Have you ever seen Mudbound? Have you ever seen Beast of No Nation? They're fucking incredible fucking movies. Does it, is it fun though? Yeah, really. they're fun. Nah. Yeah, they're nah. fun. Netflix, that could be go be a slice on the Listen, wheels of normal you're not, time. you're not a member of the Wildberries. It's not all fun and games for you, sir. I'd like to know who would you put up in, that, in the Medea match? Who are your competitors for that? Oh, God. Dan Merle in a heartbeat. I want to see him. John Roca, because we're going off of my idea of what I want them in cross-dressing. I want to see their <laughs> match. It's basically about who do you want to see. Right, it's not about the match. No patron matches. I said that in my opening. They're not about the matches. It's about having. We have two minutes. The best it thing is it's about having what the audience wants. They want to see the competitors that are at each other's the throats all the time. Everything. People talk about people my match. All of their time doing People talk about match against Janine, and they loved it because they said. With the, the five way, they said, Mike, you were just having fun. It wasn't this cutthroat throw, getting upset at people, jumping at the table. So it was the best me, competitors just having a blast with each other. Let me ask you a question. To have Medea, me and Roka in dresses going out, oh my God. What makes Netflix original movies not fun? Why is it, why does that detract from the fun factor? I watch tons of fun things on Netflix. Some of my favorite movies are on Netflix. You're making a fucking mockery of Tyler Perry is what you're doing. And quite frankly, it's disrespectful. Tyler Perry makes a mockery of Tyler Perry. I'm sorry to say this. <laughs> Tyler so Perry, it's fine. Tyler Perry is sitting at his fucking home studio in Atlanta being like, fuck so, all y'all. You know, he can make I a mockery think, of himself because he's well, like okay, here's, here's a better thing. Here's a better One thing. One minute remaining. Ask the competitors. Okay, competitors. You get a choice. Which which patron match, do, exhibition match, do you want to do a Medea match or a Netflix movie? Think about the every competitor would go. Let's uh, Medea. You damn right. Think about the competitors right. and what their fucking jobs are, and how many people out there in the audience have said, "I want to see fucking Netflix." So when are we going to do Netflix on the wheel? Can we do Netflix? Can we do this? Can Everyone's asking. No one's asking about fucking Medea. Everyone's asking. Because it's a joke. Everyone's it's asking. Terrible. 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 To make because a competitor watch these films, that's it's bad enough that we have want. to sit through IG films that are terrible. To make these great competitors have to sit through crap. They would love to sit through Netflix. Sit. They love these. Like, oh, this is a great movie. I wish it showed in theaters. I would love to see it. None of us want to see Medea. None of us. To make Ten a competitor against it, goal. Goal. Nah, People will join the patron just Five, for that. Four, yes, three, they two, and one. <laughs> wow. There's still some anger and some uh, words that need to be said in there. Because she freaking got her ass spanked. He just he gets so overheated and it starts to kind of. I come smell off the top the ropes. Anybody ears? Anybody's ears on fire right now? Just feels hot. I just a little bit of blood right here, right here. Smell like roses. Smell like roses. Okay. Okay. You're over here. <laughs> now, um, I had, I did read, I did read uh, some comments up uh, in the chat, and there were, and they, they did make some a handful of points. That there are a handful of movies uh, and Netflix that they are promoting in theaters in order to be in more awards, to be in more awards talks. So you can, you know, make that argument, such as The Irishman, um, just saying, <clears throat> to all the boys of love before. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lana Condor forever. Um, but it, it crosses so many genres. Now, that being said, there are 
so much content to go through. So um, I am kind of curious to see you kind of address that. But also, Mike, mm -hmm. it seems like you're really hyper-focusing on the aspect of the cross-dressing rather than the understanding the knowledge in particular. Um, just like, um, like you said, do people actually watch these movies? I don't know. I don't know anyone that watches these movies and that's fine. Um, so I do want you to kind of go into what would the actual competition and knowledge level would look like a little bit. Uh, Dylan, do you have anything that you kind of want them to address a little bit? Um, yeah, I want to know why Mike Kalinowski hates the Schmodown. <laughs> not only does he want to make him watch movies that they are not going to be happy watching, I think it's just the IG spite coming out of him, but also he wants them to do it while extremely uncomfortable or very comfortable, I'm not sure, no judgment, uh, while cross-dressing on the other ones. Although Mike's selling me on Janine in a suit because that's very on-brand action for her. But. Absolutely. Yeah. No, that's not cross-dressing. That's just her looking bomb ass in a suit. I mean, come on. I love, I wear a suit every single time I go to a live event. I mean, come on. True. True. I do. I do love me a suit. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So starting with you, Shannon, you got 60 seconds on the clock to make your closing statement in favor of Netflix original movies and to get these people voting in your favor. Starting now. 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 You guys talk about how it's such a large category of movies to watch as if you're not sitting down watching a fucking large category of movies when you're doing singles or teams or anything else. It's literally just a different service of, to which you're watching them. You're already fucking being asked, do you want to continue watching program because you're plugged in? Netflix for fucking eight hours a day. Casually. And again, it's an exhibition match. To Mike's credit, like I said, it's for fun. You don't have to know every Netflix original movie that comes out every you don't have to study it like you do IG. It's a fucking exhibition match over something that people actually are watching and want to see and have talked about wanting to see before. So it satisfies the competitors. It satisfies the the all the all the fans and all the Patreons. It's a win-win. Why would you not want to do it? You asked for it. Three two, one. And I couldn't agree more. I know a bazillion other fans that have constantly asked about when we're going to get Netflix mm -hmm. as a slice. So I'm sure it's only going to be a matter of time. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mike, Medea movies. Yep. Seconds. Let's tie a bow on it and see it go. Starting now. <laughs> Okay, at the end of the day, these matches are all about fun. It's about these competitors that are going at it all the time. It's just about having fun, and the fans, in turn, love that. Also, with Netflix, there's so many damn movies. They've made 20 movies in February released. Who's going to – there are in hundreds of movies Netflix has done over the course of this time. You can't possibly do all that or make it fun to study. It's not even a thing. This is a challenging thing. The, the dress-up thing, I, I threw it out there. It's just because it's fun. It's a whole other level to it. You know, people talk about IG and the studying and how intense it is. And you sit there and you've got to scrutinize. I was watching Birds of Prey last night and I'm like, oh, that's going to be something. That's going to be something. Now, we know these are going to be a set of movies. Competitors, you know you're going to watch this. You've got two weeks to watch those and to know how deep people will study. And it gives a look at people's study habits. Like, okay, did they pick up on these things? You've got your set it's film. Everyone's got the same thing. You go in this, but at the bottom of the, at the end of the day, this is rewarding the fans for being supporting of the show. It's for fun. Five. Who wouldn't want to see Dan Merle in a dress? And done. Oh, fuck. I would love to see Dan Merle in a dress. I would love to see everyone in a dress. I think they're super comfortable. 
Okay. <laughs> How are you guys feeling after your second one? I need another fucking bottle of wine, man. Oh, I'm not nervous. I'm just I'm feeling up. like after that second round against the Finding Fathers in our second match. I'm feeling <laughs> like the whole fucking Anarchy tournament is about to take shape and I'm about to destroy everyone in my past. <laughs> I want to exude that confidence in my everyday life. Okay, so just kind of pointing over to some people in the chat, you know, um, you know, Belfort is really pointing out Diary of a Mad Black Woman is not that fun of a movie. Oh, but he doesn't even say it right. He's Diary of a Mad Black Woman is not that fun movie. I don't even know what that movie is. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> watch it. Well, hey, we'll watch it when we're done with this. How about that? Um, another one says, I got Shannon on this. So there's a lot of, of love all around. Of course um, you. Thank you. Shannon giving Mike resting bitch face. That's the face she always gives me, buddy. That's all I deal with all the time. <laughs> um, and also pointing out, or just a little reminder, Jeff says, um, Mark and Draco dressed up as Finstock. So I'm guessing he'd wear a lot of things. But didn't he do, uh, didn't he dress up at, for the Charlie's Angels? During um, a Firewolves opening? Kind of. Maybe? Yeah. yeah. Regardless. Regardless. I would love to see more of it. Okay. So just want to remind you guys, feel free to vote right now while you, while all the arguments are still fresh in that noggin, or you can vote towards the end, whatever it may be. Totally up to you, but please vote. I just don't want to. <laughs> I want votes to be made in the, this argument. This argument deserves so many awesome votes. So please make your opinion heard. Okay, going in for a third and final question. Wait. Oh boy. Okay. So Did before we read the <laughs> What's up? to this next one. Okay. Yeah. Oh, um, before we uh, read off the third and final question, though, um, who? <laughs> Sorry, I noticed in the chat. Oh God, there he is. Um, there he is. Ah, yes. uh, easy. Making it in every once in a while that he does. Um, now, the third question is a very Shut up. important question to me, considering who we have for today. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cutie. Um, but yeah, it's a very exciting question. It's actually my favorite question that's going to be argued today. So I'm excited to see you guys do it. Uh, now, in particular, oh, I got both doggos. <laughs> We have both doggos on screen. Oh, Alex, yeah. you want me to, you want me to answer this question? <laughs> so cute. Look at those Look at those little beanies. Our ratings have never been higher, everybody. Uh, <laughs> look at those little toe beanies. <laughs> Alex? I can't help it. I'll, you I'll want me to go to the third question? Okay, anyway, we are. Um, who, okay, um, usually we let, sometimes we do a coin toss, sometimes we let you guys decide. So who do you guys uh, want to make uh, do the opening statement and closing statements first? Does it matter? Us? Yeah. Yeah, you guys, you guys can decide for yourselves. Ladies. Or I can flip a coin. Ladies first. Ladies first. Shannon, yeah. are you okay with that? Oh, we're still on question two? No, three. No, we're about to go into question three. There are dogs. What do you want me to do? Is it pay attention? Uh, opening statements for question three. Oh yeah. No, you know what? Mike's gonna go. Mike? Fuck it, I'll do it. Go. Okay. Question right. number three. Our okay. final question to determine who our winner is today of this debate. All right, Dylan, you ready? I'm as ready as I'm gonna be. 
Guys, what Hollywood actor embodies corruption? And we say embodies, that means their attitude, their mindset, all of that. All the elements of corruption that you can think of. What actor oh, embodies that? So who ready? did you choose? Ready? Mike. Okay. I choose Mr. Jack Nicholson. He, to me, when I think is because what I did is when I said, okay, actor, I looked, I thought about the movies and what does the audience think most of uh, when they think of an actor? And, and I was going through and what we are corruption, it's Jack Nicholson. Because all I think of is, is I just remember Witches of Eastwick. That was the movie that hit it for me the best. If you've ever seen that movie, that embodies what corruption is. His stature in the industry, the fact that, the fact that he commands the room when he enters, no matter what's going on, you know that Jack Nicholson is there. People fear him, they love him, he's charming, he's diabolical. One of the greats, one of the greats, Mr. Jack Nicholson, and I shall go into it in just moments. Okay, omitting the last 15 or so seconds. Fantastic. Um, it's Jack, man. It's, it's the guy that loves the game. He loves what he's doing for life, but you know, you don't mess with them. You don't mess with Jack. I hear, I hear you. Uh, what was it? What's his name in the movie? Daryl Van. In Witches of Eastwick? Yeah. yeah. It's just the devil. He is. No, I know, but I know. He, I know that like, he is supposed to be the devil, and there's a share, Susan, and they're all fabulous. But like, he has like he's supposed to have like a devil name. He's supposed yeah. to have like a Daryl Von Horn or something. Debates. Regardless. Regardless. Yeah, I don't want to talk. Anymore. <laughs> all right, Shannon, you have sixty seconds on the clock. Who did you choose for the what Hollywood actor embodies corruption? Right now. Time. I'm not going to use 60 seconds because I'm going to save it for the debates. Who embodies oh. corruption better than the Hollywood actor known as Mike fucking Kalinowski? <laughs> All right, I can't do this one. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> How is that fair? It's not everyone. How is that fair? It's all strategy, Mike. It's all strategy. She's playing to her audience, and I respect that. I respect that. Okay, so going into four minutes of open, bloody debate. Let's do this starting now. I don't think we're going to go. Need four go. Let, I want to hear what. This. Let's hear your argument for this. See? Go. Mike wants to be, and this is this is just a personal thing. Mike wants to be all about the people, but you've heard that Mike's kind of all about himself. I have. A bigger picture image and when i think of a hollywood actor who embodies corruption there is quite literally no better answer than corruption himself fucking mike kalinowski he's for the people he embodies everything that corruption is about we don't half-ass anything we go in full force whether we win lose or draw we always come back for more corruption stands for holding your head up high, being classy in victory and defeats. And this man in real life, as well as the Schmodown life, never gives up. He never ever fucking quits. If he falters for anything, he takes some time, he recuperates and he comes back better than ever. It's literally what corruption is made of. It's for the people, it's for culture, it's for understanding other people, it's for having respect for other people, it's being able to talk a lot of shit and still look really fucking good while doing it. All right, hot. You want them to look really hot. Okay. Take a note here. Okay. Look, okay. aside, no, it's Jack Nicholson because when I think about him, and like I said, which is a beast, because think about corruption. I was the nice guy. I, before that, I was like, everyone loved my. Everyone, 
nice Mike back, but I was never nice Mike back. You have all was, seen Jack you Nicholson. Have all seen what do we outside. all? What do we all use with Jack Nicholson? Nope. It's this gift. And what do we yeah. all? Use? <laughs> what do we all use in Mike Kowalski? Jack Nicholson <laughs> with those sunglasses on. He's like, I'm just watching everything just unfold. And fall apart. And then, and then you yeah. see Mike Kalinowski double belts with that shit-eating fucking grin. And he's like Jack face. Nicholson. He's like, he's got that smile. He comes in like that. But you watch him in The Departed, and he's like, he would cut your fucking nuts off without you even knowing about it. Or The Witches of Isaac seducing the three women which like that. But at the end of the day, Which similarly is what's going to happen to Andrew Guy you, when we play him. You let Mike the, is going to What the showdown did is, him. it let me... He let the devil in. Christian let the devil into the schmodown. And as she said earlier, anarchy was the best thing that happened to corruption. Well, Jack Nicholson, he was the guy that came in there and just destroys everything. He is a powerhouse. He walks into a room just like when I walk into that room and the match is there, and it's just adulation. It's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> cool, under pressure, calm. When he things are going his way, all he does, he sits back with them glasses on. He's like, okay, all right, it's going to happen like this. I told you, he but then he turns around. He turns around and he gets the – are you guys Jack not Nicholson. hearing? Are That's you not right. I'm hearing some creepy vibes? Okay. I'm just like, I'm making an argument that I'm me. Mike's Mike. Okay, that's fine. Like this, she. They wanted you know the full thing about this. I, you know, you're not just Mike. You're a Hollywood uh, actor. But I'm a nice guy. I'm not mean like Jack Nicholson, and I don't have you're those. You're multi. Things. You're incredibly fucking mean. Uh, I don't think. No, I don't think you're so. You're an asshole. No, for sure. No, but I'm not Jack Nicholson. Sure. I'm not Jack Nicholson. Level. I'm sure Jack Nicholson. Nicholson, is man. A Look at Nicholson. Yeah, no. When I'm 80 years old, I probably won't be able to sleep with 30 year olds. Jack Nicholson can. 30 seconds. I'm yeah. still gonna be like way young when you're. No, like you'll be. So you, technically, you will be getting. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. Got to throw digs in there. It's like little, no. So Jack Nicholson, insulting. you look at his filmography, but then when you piss him off, it's just like us. You piss him off, like few good men and stuff like this. Legit sounds like Mike Kalinowski. Am I right? <laughs> no, I don't agree with that at all. You said that your point makes no sense because it's me. You're doing this. I'm saying Hollywood actor Jack You're Nicholson. You're a fucking Hollywood I know, actor. I know. I know corruption. It's this guy, Jack Nicholson. One and done. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> right, you're done. Um, that was a tough one. That's not fair. That's a shady ass <laughs> trick. Uh, can somebody go over a bunch of Jack Nicholson gifts with Mike Kalinowski's face for me and post them all to the Corruption Facebook page, please? Oh, so creepy. Don't do that. Oh, God. I love that gift. Love that. <laughs> That was shady. That was so damn, that was so damn shady on her part. What's she doing? Okay, so yeah, you get that crown on. You get that crown on. Okay, so okay. Now we are going to be going into our closing statements in a little bit. Now, just to um, now, just to kind of pull some um, questions and things like that, you know, from um, the audience, you know, what they're kind of thinking. Um, you know, Chris is kind of reaffirming, here's Mikey you know, right there. Um, actually, that's something I do want to kind of address. Um, you really kind of mentioned about how he's all about the charisma being cool under pressure and everything. You did only mention one movie he's been a part of, um, in particular that you feel like really embodies that with it being with the Witches of Eastwick. Um, are you going to address? I'm look, I'm curious to see if you're going to be addressing some of his other movies as well, or are you kind of referring to just his off-screen persona, um, all memes and gifts included? Um, 
But uh, yeah, um, Bethany says, you know, yes, queen, you were that crown girl. Mm -hmm. I knew it was coming eventually. There's going to be clap <laughs> coming soon. All then. hail the evil queen. Yes. Um, Teddy, is it Fisha? Fika? I'm not really entirely sure. Can Mike do a good Nicholson impression? I don't know. You judge for yourself after that. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. It's the best meme ever. It's the best meme. It's so Perfect. It's a classic one for sure. Um, Mike is kind of uh, letting you know, Shannon, remember, if you win, awesome. Lose if you must, but always cheat. Of course she does. <laughs> How dare you, one. Um, but um, Adelaide is just reaffirming to everyone, hey, Mike is the next Green Hollywood actor soon. There you go. Yeah. Mike Kalinowski for... Green Lantern, that's for sure. Okay, now we are, again, guys, please do not vote yet. If you've already made, uh, if you already feel like Shannon or Mike has won, let them make their closing statements as well. So Mike, you ready for your closing statement? This is closing statement on question three, right? Yeah. yeah. Our okay. final question. Mm -hmm. Okay. Starting right now. You said uh, I only use one movie. I could use every single movie in his in his uh, filmography. Departed, Few Good Men. I mean, look at the Joker. That embodies what corruption is. It's all about showmanship. It's all about, but at the end of it, at the core of it, it's about the evil. It's about being the true villain. People love the flashy villain that's always talking about this, but it's Jack Nicholson. And I use that's why I use Richard Eastwick because it's behind the scenes. That's what that's what embodies corruption. It's me putting on the smiling face, but at the end of the day, she talked about anarchy. We know I did that thing, and then you remember the whole dog pile of all the competitors, and there I just was. I was like, hey, that was you know. <laughs> Embody corruption to a T. Jack Nicholson, when I see that courtside at the Lakers, when he just sits back there, he mm -hmm. just commands the room when he walks in there. And to me, that's where I want corruption to be. It's what it is. It solidifies this. The Shining. I mean, God, The Shining. You, you, you know, here's Mikey. It's we could do whatever we want with this with Jack Nicholson. Chinatown. So I mean, it's 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 whole photography is anything I want it to be because uh, it fits the man. I just used uh, which is be strict because it was the perfect thing. And again. Two and one. <laughs> Someone, for the love of God, please make that into a new gift. Clip all of that. Clip oh, it. Make that a clip. Just make it. <laughs> she was like, I regret this so much. <laughs> all right. Okay. So, Shannon, in defense of Mike Kalinowski for the Hollywood actor that embodies everything that is corruption. You have 60 seconds to make your closing argument starting now. I mean, he kind of already made the argument for me. Look at him at the end of collision, this dog pile of bullshit happening. And he's just sitting back there going, <laughs> is that yeah. the whole fucking deal? That's what it is. Corruption is Mike, what you see on stage what you see off stage, he is the embodiment of corruption. He is a Hollywood actor. Go look him up on IMDb. He's been in all sorts of fun shit, and he's still getting residuals from lots of stuff. A bona fide, paid, working Hollywood actor, and there quite literally could be nobody else to embody corruption and the ethos and the reputation of corruption better than you because you literally are corruption. Jack Nicholson can suck my dick. He doesn't know anything about corruption. You you are corruption. That's it. Five, four, 
Don't do that. <laughs> Mike is like, can I vote for Shannon? <laughs> can I have that have that as a lullaby to sing me to sleep every day? <laughs> All right. Okay. Thank you so much for making your closing statements. Dylan, what the flippity fuck? What do you think? Woo! Um, I think that our F-bomb count is at an all-time high for this episode. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I also found out that uh, Mike was uh, a hiker on The Vampire Diaries back in 2010. I was. That was my first uh, first big TV credit. Yeah. Was- IMDB. So I did just fact check that because I think that's important to do here at Schmobates. Um, on top of all that, good God, I don't know. I, if I had a vote, which I don't, it's so hard because Mike comes in and for nobody's surprise, pure entertainment value and valid points. I recently watched the party for the first time and I'm really seeing that point. Um, so I'm like, okay, I see that. But at the same time, Shannon's mind games for picking Mike against Mike is pretty top tier stuff. So I'm torn right down the middle guys. This is an excellent show made episode. Two. Uh, well, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I was like, Mike, you definitely made some solid points. You know, I mean, like, it feels like Jack Nicholson, no matter what, he's always what he's always the smartest man in the room, or at least he seems like he is. That he's always cool under pressure. He's so charismatic and like seductive as a viewer. But also on top of that, in Sh- in Shannon's uh, defense, so are you. <laughs> you I'm are sure. all well, of the You're very resilient. Yeah. You know. You're a good looking guy. You're able to, you know, you're when you're doing this, you know, uh, you know what corruption is. You know what it means to be part of this, having that mentality of going into it. Jack Nicholson, he might be some of these, these things and we don't know. We think he is just because he's, you know, Jack fucking Nicholson. <laughs> um, so I am very curious to see what you guys think. All of you guys go vote right now. If you haven't voted, do it right now. Like right fucking now. Mm. Um, who do you think should win today's matches? I did just double check all the scores for the first and second one, and it is super duper tight. It is like 12 and 13. It is like 10 and 12. It's 15 and 17. It's like, <laughs> I, I don't know who's going to win. I don't know. Okay, um, while we kind of wrap things up, again, uh, if you guys have, if you're watching this, you have to vote right now. If you're not going to vote in the next, like, two minutes, it's moot point. It's not going to matter. It's not going to matter because we're going to, Dylan and I are going to determine, based off the votes, who is going to win here in, like, two minutes. So, until then, we're just going to hang out and respond to some of these little messages here while we wait for those uh, last-minute votes. Okay. I just like what Jeremy Miller, he just comes out with these random quips. By the way, a Crane Crimson Shining commercial is oh, pretty that was so fun. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, did you, uh, what was your favorite commercial for the Super Bowl? Me? Yeah. Oh, what oh. Have you? The, the Google commercial. Oh, and God. Just kill my grandparents again. God, I can't. Like, I, I, like, balled my eyes out on my own, and then Mike came home, and I was like, you haven't seen this yet? And I was, like, looking at my phone, and it wasn't, like, just like a tear, I was like weeping. I was like, <laughs> like ugly crying. Jesus Christ! It was just—it's so lots of personal stuff with that one. But that Google person, mm-hmm. so just. I I feel like it's like who can make the the most tears from us? Who can extract the most uh, like waterworks? Yeah, from it's us? Kind of like the biggest tears or like the loudest laughter. And for tears, yeah. for sure, Google. The boxing. 
commercial was hilarious too. Ipatica. Yes, That was so great. I I almost see myself watching it. It was so good. Yeah, that was great. Can you do a really good accent, Paul? Boston accent? Paul. Oh, I don't know. I said Paul. Sorry, Mike. I don't know. I said Paul. Me? Yeah. Can you do a Boston accent? Pack the car. He's doing Good though. Where's Roxy? You need Roxy here. Yeah. Roxy be the judge of that. Yeah. Poor Coy. So for some from Boston. Oh my God. Alex, we're we're getting some hot questions in the chat. I want to cover real quick. So Lucas. Yeah, absolutely. Says, how do you pronounce coupon? Follow up. How do you pronounce Medea? Uh, I say coupon. Okay. Everybody says coupon. 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 coupon? 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 I don't. I don't. I think I might say coupon. Of course you do. I might. I don't say it enough because I don't use them. Um, oh. how, do you, how do you say um, Mike's movie category that he picked? How do I say Medea. Medea. Right. Alex. Medea. Medea? No, Medea. Like Medea Family Robinson or Family Reunion or whatever it was. Medea. I think it's Medea, but I don't know. Because there's an E in there. Medea. It could be Medea. I guess so. I say Medea. I don't think. Force mode or force mode down question debate. What is it? Medea or Medea? Make sort of vote over at Fire. <laughs> Well, we actually, okay, speaking of which, we actually, on a previous Schmobay, we actually had, um, we actually had our uh, debaters argue what new rules should be um, introduced in this upcoming season. And one person put down, um, said, once you um, get a challenge, you use it, you lose it, even if you win the challenge. Cool. And the other person said, you have to be both phonetically correct and written correct. No. no way. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> There's no way. I, I am waiting, waiting for the day that someone writes a question where the correct answer, like, it's, who played Killer Croc in Suicide Squad? And it's Adewale Agamnabne. Like, nope. Done. I know. That's why I kind of asked um, specifically. I was like, well, there's so many international movies, for example, Parasite right now with like, I mean, they're non-English. A lot of them are not uh, European words, a lot of sound letters. It's just like, just full out retire. If he ever had to go phonetically, he wouldn't come in. Robert, I beat you to it. I saw your bad comment. I knew it. Yeah, Medea. About competitors that have really thick and heavy accents like are they at a disadvantage to be able to answer questions because phonetically hearing it it doesn't sound mm -hmm. they're saying it correctly like think of chandra yeah you know what i mean because he says things a little bit like what mike would say you just give a territory to get into you can't do that i think that's yeah. always me whiteboard and yeah you say it you know i kind of think the whiteboard should be used all the time um you know, I, I can't think of it off the hand, but I think it was round three. We were there was a debate or something. And it was just like you write it and say it, just so there's no, you know, misconstruing of what you meant. Um, it's just kind of a backup. Yeah. You know, I, I forgot who I was talking. It was back last season we were talking about it. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't think of a rule that I would add. Um, I well, if I were to add a rule, I would do it almost like a timeout. You have like a 30 second timeout where it'd be like, I need oh. to talk to my coach, my teammates or something like that. It could be whatever round you want. And you're like, I just need to have someone help me refocus. And for like these 30 seconds, like you do with any board movie, you know, 
any that, actual sport. There is some kind of like that would change the game like you wouldn't believe. Like yeah. if you call a timeout in the middle of the speed round, like uh, it just yeah. got the energy. That would that. you would if your player's knocking speed round, you knock him down. That would be it's a it, that is a double edged sword because you'd like to use it, but if you're mm -hmm. one of those games like like for me a timeout against either Founding Fathers Championship or against Smets in uh, Spectacular would have been a, a godsend. That would have been one of those, like, because I just could not, you know, with Smets, it, it was, I never felt more confident going into a match, and it wasn't about being cocky. I was like, I'm going to win this. I'm taking this. And I just, every answer that I missed, I knew the answer to. I just could not pull it. Um, so if I could have taken a timeout and say, I need, a, I need a break. I need to step off with my manager for a second. It would have changed the game. So yeah, I mean, just that, 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 that is a great. I don't think it'll ever happen. I think they yeah. would rule against it too much, but that is that would be a game changer. Yeah, to have a timeout. Yeah. I, I I know. I mean, like even like if you think about, uh, um, I can't remember. It was like a. It was like I can't remember what teams it was like for a Super Bowl where the lights went out in the entire stadium, and so and like break what. The didn't Beyonce's performance break it or something? I, I, I honestly have no idea. It's not maybe it was it. Um, but essentially during it was during a Super Bowl, like how many years ago the yeah. lights went out and they ended up like putting the entire game wow. on hold. Like they were like losing by like 15 points or something obnoxious. And yeah. the team that was losing ended up coming coming back after like an hour and a half break. <laughs> oh god, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Break. Yeah, it was just like there, everything changed. So it's kind of crazy. A game changer, but I don't think that'll happen. Yeah. Again, it's just like that's a great. That's a great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christian, hello. Call me. What's up? Okay. So, <laughs> well, we have our votes in, guys. We have our winner. Oh God. We Ooh. have our fucking loser. Ooh. And I am so sorry, Mike. But you won. <laughs> okay, so I do want to go into specifics. So for question one, looking at them right now, I'm not talking about tomorrow. Maybe that's going to change, but I just looked at it right now. Mm -hmm. And for the question number one, um, for question number one being, what is the best moment in corruption history? The scores were uh, Shannon at 14 votes and Mike at 16 votes. Again, neck and neck, mm -hmm. right? For question number two, it was being, what should the next exhibition match be of? It was Mike with 17 votes and Shannon at 14 votes. So fucking close. Like, what you want to see people in drag. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's a real thing to kind of take us to the next level. Cool. That's true. That was true on my part. That was, yeah. Now, if you said I'm on Merle study Netflix, the audience would have loved you. That's true. I just, I forgot fucking Dan Merle. Shame on me. Damn Merlin Drag. Every time. And third and final question being what Hollywood actor embodies corruption and everything that involves? And that would actually be uh, Shannon won that question, winning 15 votes and Mike winning eight votes. Oh, Jesus. Wow. That's it? Eight? Mm -hmm. but, That's but, the effect Dan Merle has on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Bullshit. But, you know, hey, I lost to myself, so. I'll lose that question. That's fair. That's the biggest gap. Yeah. Holy shit. 
Now, um, I do okay, I do want to reaffirm again, Haskell's pointing out, he's like, hey, there's 23 hours left in poll, so poll results could change. No, they can't. They can't absolutely change tonight, tomorrow. But again, it doesn't fucking matter because if you're not voting right now as we're doing this live, it's too fucking bad. Because uh, we're announcing, we just announced our winner just now. So it's an immediate live process. So. All right, so that kind of wraps things up. Uh, Shannon, Mike, what do you? Oh, I don't know. Hey, they're back. Hey. <laughs> um, so, how do you guys like feel about kind of finishing up your first mobate together? I feel like I am ready for some makeup sex. What? 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 What is wrong what? with her? What is wrong with her? You feel what I deal with? Guys, it was a long, hard fight. I'm ready for. Gosh. You know. Darn it, this one. They see what I do. Look at him. He's I covering need, his ears. I need a consolation prize. I lost. I agree, Shannon. Put on that crown and get that consolation prize. I'm not going to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, this is just another night here at the Kalinowski household. It's fighting and nets. But <laughs> what do you mean? It's not the Barney household? What are you trying to say? household. And there's a lot more loving than there is fighting going on in this house. Oh, I'm joking. But he is definitely the louder, more boisterous one of the two of us. I just kind of sit back and let him run his own clock out. I know that's not supposed to be sexual, Shannon, but that <laughs> uh, you keep saying that stuff, Dylan. Like what? Wrong again. Does that count for the F bomb count? Let me know in the comments below. Um, what is the number of the F bombs uh, that we have had so far? <laughs> um, yeah, um, so, but I mean, aside for that, what do you guys think of like the questions? I mean, do you guys did you guys love fighting on camera? Did you hate it? I mean, what what about would you guys? Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. I'm sorry. The question that was we were going to have for round number two. Oh, yes. Okay. So the initial question that I actually proposed was what incoming rookie team or do you feel like is going to be the biggest threat coming into season seven so with all these new rookie players and all these new rookie teams and everything that's as, as, that were, had to be broken up and are coming together and everything. So I was kind of curious. So yeah, and I kind of mutually decided it's too soon to even have that debate because there's mm -hmm. so many new rookie teams and a lot of them that haven't even been announced yet. Um, True. Very few of them that have even played. So it's hard to, I mean, make an honest debate out of so many unknowns. Um, mm -hmm. I was just going to debate the fact that I'm not even thinking about rookie teams. You know, let them prove themselves for a few matches in a few months and then I'll look at them. They can work their way up to our level. Uh, so I leave them looking at the teams of this one. You know, when they start getting in our stratosphere, that's when I would start looking at it. But I will say that's the character. Cautionary talk. tale is if the name of the game is not underestimating anyone, that must include the rookies because they're of this new era. They're watching, they're playing along. They're not in it for the fun yeah. of their friends yeah. sitting at a desk. I mean, they're in it to be competitive. So I think everyone should be looking out for every single rookie. Um, there's a lot of names thrown around there. There's a lot of unknown talent. And I think that no one is coming into the Schmodown at this stage of the game just for funsies. That's very true. Uh, very specific shtick yeah. that they want to do. Otherwise, people are coming in here to compete now. So veterans, yep. keep your guard up. You have to. Yep. These rookies aren't fucking around. Sorry. Out for blood. Out for blood. Yeah. 
Sure. Well, I mean, again, like I was asking earlier, how do you, how do you guys uh, feel about arguing officially on camera? Mm -hmm. I mean, in 94% of the time, if you guys are recording, you're, you're, you're there to back up your man and vice versa, and you're all about supporting There's each other. No I, feel I know exactly how she is. I know exactly how she fights. So I expected just what I got. Uh, I was not, I wasn't like, oh my God, Jesus, you're vicious. I know she's like, that's why when Christian and everyone wanted her to be in there as a manager, I was like, you guys have no idea what you're asking for. I live with it. You guys are screwed. You're screwed. Uh, what you're going to deal with and the, the, the stuff that's going to come out of her mouth and the, the debating and talking. And I'm like, I knew what I was getting into. So, uh, and I knew, I knew from watching DC movie news that it was going to be Mike trying to talk over me the whole time. I'm so sorry for what you have to deal with Roxy. I know. Yes, but if you watch, if you listen to the comments, everyone's like, oh my God, we love when Mike hosts, Mike hosts more often, hosts more often, Mike, we love it, we love it, we love it. Mm -hmm. I give the people what they want, just like, the, just like the whole corruption, you got to give the people what they want. That's what we're going to do this year. It's fun arguing with Mike. We, we like a good heated debate. We a lot of things, though, so it's. Like he's not gonna argue. He's stupid. He's oh, great, though. I gotta give it. Yeah. I, then I lost that round three. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna. I can't. <laughs> what are you gonna say? If I if I was trying to cut down her argument, it'd be cutting down myself. So I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> but so. it's fun. It's it's fun to do it on camera. I mean, obviously, like we're idiots, and why not? <laughs> we are. It's fun. Do you feel like you argued in character at all, or no? Um. Not really. Not really, because my no. character is so different. From what I, the character on the Schmodown, so. And I'm always an asshole, like in a fun way. I want to, like, I'm not. There it is. I'm I'll never an forget. I was like, fun. I was my best friend. He's, you know, married three beautiful little kids. And I tell, I was like, just please, God, watch your mouth. We're going to be at Disney World. The three kids, please watch the mouth. And I did. And she did. But it was a constant, like, oh, here, where's it going to drop? Where's it gonna drop? Gotta keep him wondering. Is she? Is she not? Will she? Will she not? No. <laughs> keep the energy in the room alive. And I like to curse, so that's a lot saying it from me. That's I, a lot. That, you like to curse? I love to, but I can. I'm an adult, See, and I know the proper that, time to do and it. And that's why you are an adult, and there is a proper time. That's but right. That's the difference he loves to do it. I don't do it to I elevate anything. It's just the way I was born and raised. I'm a military brat. It's just part of my vernacular. It doesn't make any sense. It I'm a military brat, so I swear a lot. It absolutely yeah. Anyone I don't see private saying, fuck this, Sarge. I ain't doing this, Sarge. Fuck Are it. you kidding me? That doesn't know anyone. Okay. I fucking grew up with it my whole life. I've yeah. been involved with it forever. Like It's just part of the way people in that military industrial complex. Mm -hmm. There are exceptions, but I'm just saying it just it comes out without me thinking about Seems it, very, that's what I was- Bad language is very disrespectful. I feel like we're getting into another debate that should be safe from- that's, I, feel like, I feel like you you are 100% correct, uh, right. for sure. It can We can go on and on, we really could. Uh, Dylan, do you have any questions for these amazing debaters today? <sighs> it's one of the very few times I'm honestly stumped on camera <laughs> because I'm trying my best not to- the double entendres have just honestly tilted me tonight. I don't have anything. Shannon, you've been speechless as always. No, I, I get our Trout channel in enough trouble as is. So, um, yeah, my I guess my question going in, it, you know, I've got nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing. Really <laughs> Excellent job. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> you've left me speechless. Right. 
Awesome. Well, congratulations, Mike, on your fantastic win today. And Shannon, I mean, you were right there. I mean, it was such an awesome, I mean, arguments all around. So thank you so much. Um, and Mike, um, we are going to be having some really big matches. I hope you um, I hope you come back and hang out with us here pretty soon. Same for you, Shannon. Um, I, both of you, either as judges or commentators, I guess we are. Or or our uh, debaters or whatever it is that you may be. Um, <laughs> um, yes, I definitely would welcome you guys to come back any time for sure. Okay, so for future reference though, Mike, where can we keep up with you on everything that you're doing? Uh, all social media, I'm at Mike Kalinowski. Simple as that. That's everything. Yeah, absolutely. And what about you, Shannon? Um, Twitter, Instagram, oh my Barney. That's where I'll be. Mm -hmm. Some of my favorite, funniest, most ridiculous tweets definitely come from that handle for sure. <laughs> and Dylan? Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at C-A-M-A-C-H-O, just like that last name, and then add octopus at the end. So just like one long word, don't worry about spelling it out. I'm the only one of me. You'll find me. I tweet once a week, maybe. But go check it out, guys. That one tweet is really funny. <laughs> wow, way to amp it up. <laughs> Indeed. I am Alex Mack, part of the Call to Action crew, and you can find me running C2 Ways Twitter. Um, oh, Call to Action Squad. And we just made it happen, guys. We are actually officially a podcast, like an actual legit podcast. So podcast. <laughs> only. it's like a real thing. Awesome. <laughs> we're on Anchor. <laughs> we're on Anchor, and we're going to supposed to be on Spotify and iTunes by by the end of the week. So I'm not going to lie. I'm like getting a little vertigo there. Um, yeah, but that's that's coming to you here ASAP. So thank you so much for your patience and feedback. We really love all of it. Um, uh, definitely like subscribe to this video. If you um, liked them, having them on, please definitely comment okay. below and tell them whether or not you think their arguments were shit or not, or you loved them. Heck, I don't know. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Wednesday's episode of Schmobates. We will see you next Wednesday at 930 every week with Call to Action. And we'll see Woo! you soon. Thank you again. Afita Zen. Bye. Bye. Ciao.